Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I'm Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach and transformation specialist. And I am here on this episode, in this conversation with you, so that we can continue talking about having it all. Because guess what? Having it all has nothing to do with what you possess. It has everything to do with what goes on in your mind, in your perspective. That's what having it all is. So every single person has the ability to have it all, but not everybody's going to choose that. But since you're here listening, I know that you're very, very interested in learning how do I have that mentality that I can look at life and say, wow, look at all this abundance, look at all this love, look at all this joy, look at all these amazing relationships that I have. I am so blessed. I am having it all. Well, if you're having that question, then you are in the right place. And today I'm very, very excited about talking to you all about something that is relevant for every one of us, and that's the cycles of, of living, behaving, thinking, acting, being that are passed down through generations. You know, those things that our grandparents learned from their parents, who then taught our parents, who then taught us, who then we teach it to the next generation. And really, this episode is about breaking the cycles of unhealthy ways of looking at life and relating to life. Because you could probably think of something going on right now within yourself that you got from those other generations that maybe isn't the most powerful. Maybe it's not the most powerful or healthy habits. Maybe it's not the most powerful or healthy mindsets or, or lenses or paradigms. Whatever it is, you have the chance to say, nope, the buck stops here and we're going to break this cycle. So I'm going to talk to you today about that because it's very, very important that we have a, a particular approach to this so that you can create a different reality for yourself and for those future generations. I'm excited about that. It's going to be great. If you have a quick moment before we move on to magic and listener love and all that great stuff, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast on whatever app it is that you choose to listen to. They all have a subscribe feature, so you can hit that subscribe button. And then if you want to leave me a rating and review, that would be tremendous as well. I tend to check Apple Podcasts for the ratings and reviews. And if you want to go there, you can drop me a rating and review and just let me know how you like the show, what you dig about it, what you don't like about it. I appreciate any and all feedback from five stars to one stars, whatever is real for you. I appreciate that feedback. And if you have some suggestions on episodes, I also love that as well. So you can hit me up on my email at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com or you can go over to Instagram. I am at Matthew underscore Bivens and you can shoot me a text note, a voice note, a video note, a pigeon note, whatever note works for you. You can let me know what you want me to talk about, right? Give me your ideas. Say, hey, this is what's going on in my life. This is what's real for me right now. Can you talk about this on the podcast? And I would be happy to do so. All right. Let's kick things off today with some magic. I've got so much magic going on right now that I'm going to have a hard time just whittling it down, but I'm going to give you two pieces. And the first is this past weekend, I really got my, my childlike play on. And uh, by that, I mean, I went skateboarding 
with a buddy of mine. And the experience itself was just magical. We've got these electric skateboards, which are freaking cool. And we went to this trail in Atlanta called the Silver Comet Trail, which I think it runs from Georgia up through Tennessee, and it goes real, real far. And so we got on our skateboards, and we were just cruising. And it's fun when you're, when you're riding these things around because not many folks have seen an electric skateboard. So the first they hear it because it has this, this, this engine, this electric motor, and uh, I guess not an engine, but electric motor on it. And people are like, their heads turn, and then all of a sudden we come zipping by, and it tends to bring a lot of smiles to people's faces. And so my buddy and I, we were just enjoying the weather, enjoying cruising and just having fun. And what was really funny is, you know, they have a range, like they got a battery range on it. So you have to be mindful of how far you go and how fast you go, because if the battery dies and you aren't back where you started, you've got to do some walking. And lo and behold, we get real, real far. And my buddy's like, oh, man, our batteries are less than half. Like we need to turn around and we may not make it back. So we turn the boards around. And we start going back and, you know, we had been gunning it the first half. Like we were going really, really fast. And so we used up a lot of the juice. So my board just dies. We're like, you know, not, we're barely past the halfway mark heading back to the car and my board dies. So I'm thinking, man, what are we going to do? Like one of us has to take the other board and go get the car and we're trying to figure it out. And my buddy says, hey, grab onto my sweatshirt. So I grab onto his sweatshirt and he he still got juice in his board so he tows us both so now i'm holding on to him and we're going and it was so funny like watching people's reactions because you know they hadn't seen electric skateboards before but now they're seeing him tow me while i'm standing on my dead board and his is still going and so we're zooming and i'm grateful that i have some skill on the thing because it's not easy to stay that close to one to another skateboarder while you're moving that fast and then we get, I don't know, about a mile, two miles from the car. And then his board starts to go too. And we're like, oh no, we don't want to carry these heavy things for several miles. So, you know, we're going from like, I don't know, 15, 20 miles an hour down to like 10 miles an hour, down to five miles an hour till we're literally crawling on these two boards. And his board eventually died as well. So we had to hike it back to the cars for the remainder of the of the day. But what was so fun about that is that was the highlight for us. Like the batteries on the skateboards dying was the highlight. And all the laughter that we experienced was was the magic because it could have been a bummer, right? With a certain perspective, that could have been a huge bummer. Like, oh my gosh, we have to do all this walking now. What a what an awful day. But we were just laughing about it and chatting it up with different people and it was so much fun. And, and so to influence ourselves, first and foremost, to have some childlike play and get out of the routine of taking life so seriously and just going out and playing, that was magical. And then the way we related to the situation with our, our boards dying and having to walk, that was magical too. So that is my first piece of magic. And I encourage you to think about how you can get into some childlike play this week. What can you do? that really gets those juices going. And what's really cool is actually last week, last Tuesday, I had a uh, video game night with some friends. That's another thing that I used to love doing as a youth. And I've got all these different old school video game systems. So we pulled them out. And uh, again, that was me just getting in that childlike play. So 
get creative, figure out a way for you to get into that mindset of doing something just because it's fun, doing something that makes you laugh with the objective simply of enjoying it. Not to make money, not to check it off your to-do list, but just to enjoy it. I believe that it's needed now more than ever, and I believe you will see some really beautiful things as a result. So that is your instructions. What's up, sandwich heads? Today on Steve O's Sandwich Reviews, we've got the tips and tricks to the best sandwich order. And it all starts with this little guy right here. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Partial to pastrami, craving a Cubano. Yeah, sounds delicious, but boom! Add the crisp, refreshing taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar and cue the fireworks. Lunch, dinner, or late night, it'll be a sandwich worth celebrating. Trust me, your boy's eaten a lot of sandwiches in his day, and the one thing I can say with absolute fact, every bite is better with Pepsi. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, my second piece of magic, this one is is quicker. We adopted a new dog. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a period of time, you know that I'm a huge dog lover. I've had dogs my whole life. And in the past three years, we've had a really, really tough time with dogs. We have had three dogs transition in, in as many years. And it was very, very hard on me. And so we took a whole year. It was last November that our our other dog transitioned and it just, I needed a while to heal. And so we felt that we had healed enough to be able to fully welcome a new pup into our lives. And so right now, as I turn around here, I see my boy Bruce sitting on the ground, sleeping on the ground. He actually didn't even move when I said his name. He might still be learning his name, but he is a one-year-old pit bull mix and he's just a bundle of energy and love and playfulness and kisses and it is so, so awesome to have a dog in the house again. And what's really cool is I get to experience Maya as a four-year-old with a dog. You know, she was a newborn with our other dogs, and she was three when our, our previous pup transitioned. So now she's, she's going to have memories with this new pup, Bruce. And I'm just super, super happy. It's so much fun. I love doing all the dog things, like taking them out for walks and picking up their poop and playing with them and all that stuff. I, I take it all. I, I love it all. So that's my second piece of magic was us bringing home this new awesome bundle of love. Okay, now is your opportunity to think of some magic for yourself. How have you influenced self, others, or life recently? Think about it. Reflect on it. Hit pause on the episode if you need to. And remember that magic is absolutely part of having it all. Magic is a perspective. It's a way of looking at life that things are happening in your favor, that you are influencing awesome things to happen in life. And I'm telling you, if you adopt that mentality more and more often, you will see that your life feels more rich, more joyful. You feel like you have deeper, more meaningful relationships and connections with people. You feel abundant and you feel grateful and life just feels better. It just does. And it's as simple as practicing magic. You know, people ask me, like, what are some of the things that you do to, to be able to have the life that you have? Or how can I feel more joyful? And hey, you don't have to do a whole lot. <laughs> you don't really. Just reflect on magic. 
many times throughout the day. Just reflect on things you're grateful for many times throughout the day. And it helps you to bring you into the present. It helps you to focus on what you do have. It helps you to focus on what's right in front of you, all the blessings you have right in front of you, and gets you away from thinking that, oh, when I have this, then I'll be happy. When I have this boyfriend or girlfriend, then I'll be happy. When my job gives me this promotion, then I'll be happy. It's like, no, that's not what it's about. It's about experiencing what you want to experience, that joy, that peace, that happiness right now. And reflecting on magic and reflecting on gratitudes is a simple and very effective way to do that. So go forth, hit pause if you need to, and we're going to keep things rolling and jump right into listener love. And I got some amazing listener love to give out today. I have been so inundated with messages from you all recently. It's been really awesome and uh, just like inundated is the right word through email and through Instagram. And so I've, I took some time today to just shoot you all back messages and voice notes. So if, if, you, uh, if you've been waiting on me, hopefully you got a voice note. And if you didn't get one yet, it's coming. My reply is coming. So just keep being patient. And today I received a truly tremendous uh, Instagram message from a listener. And her name is S. I'm just going to use the first initial right now, S. And S, I appreciate you. I sent you a voice note back. Hopefully you received that. And first off, thank you for the message. Oh my gosh. You were so, so open in sharing with me what you had been creating and attracting into your life in terms of relationships, in terms of you know choosing yourself and, and choosing powerful and healthy ways to relate to different things. I mean, incredible. And I appreciate your openness and vulnerability in sharing with me. I mean, that's that's a, a powerful thing. I don't take that lightly. So thank you, S, for the sharing. And thank you for listening. You've been listening for over a year now. I appreciate that so much. And I appreciate you just taking the time out to to message, especially a message like yours, because it was, it was long. So you definitely took some time to type that thing out. So thank you for that. And you mentioned that there was an episode that you had listened to several times. And I wanted to mention it here in case uh, other folks listening hadn't checked that one out yet. You said one of your favorite episodes was titled, The Universe's Timing is Perfect, Even If It Doesn't Suit Your Ego. And I recommend, if you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. S found it very powerful and saw some serendipitous uh, symbols and, and messages and, and different things show up in, in their life as a result. So go check it out. And once again, I appreciate you, uh, S. I appreciate you just writing me. You said that you had thought about writing like a hundred times and you finally did. So I'm grateful that you you did write and share with me. So thank you for connecting with me. I appreciate it so much. If you want to be like S and connect with me, share with me what's going on in your life, ask questions, any and all that stuff, you can go to Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. You can also go to my email, Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. I will receive your thoughts and notes and messages and love from all those sources. All right. Let's get into today's episode. I've got, hmm, this is going to be cool. This is going to be cool because this is actually like a little exercise that we did in my COI a couple weeks ago. COI stands for Circle of Influence, and it's a small group of, of seven people who gather weekly to hold one another accountable to being the greatest version of themselves. So it's support 
it's accountability, it's talking about things that we talk about here on the podcast. This podcast actually grew out of conversations I was having in a COI about five years ago. And I was looking to connect with myself, honestly, and, and to connect with purpose and to, to create something that allowed me to express and share and learn and grow. And the podcast idea came from it. So COI has been great for me and I lead one right now. And so we were in our group and I just felt inspired to, to do this little exercise with everybody um, called The Buck Stops Here. And the idea was that, you know, in our lives, we have ways of thinking and behaving and relating to life that we were taught by our parents and guardians. And they were taught by their parents and guardians. And it just goes up and up and up the family tree. And so there are things that we were taught or, or, or shown or displayed that, you know, weren't the healthiest. And yet, because environment is so powerful in, in our conditioning and rearing, it just becomes part of what we then incorporate into our household and into our lives. And so, for example, like let's say that um, you were in a, in a household where people related to stress in a certain way, right? And you just learned how to relate to stress that way. And now you do it. And you realize this isn't the healthiest of behavior. And so you don't want to pass that down to then your kids who then continue it down the line. That's the whole idea of the buck stops here. So we went around the circle in my COI and everybody shared, hey, where are you making a commitment? Or are you willing to make a commitment to say, you know what? The buck stops with me. This pattern of behavior ends with me. I'm committed to doing what I need to do to change myself and shift myself so that I don't continue to perpetuate the same behavior or the same way of thinking or the same unhealthy way of relating, whatever it is, down the line. It stops with me. So that whole phrase, the buck stops here, it has some history behind it. And I went to, I went to trusty old Google just to learn the history. And it turns out that phrase, the buck stops here, it was popularized by President Harry Truman. And he had a sign on his desk that said, the buck stops here. And basically what that meant was whenever he made a big decision, he was saying the responsibility for those decisions is his. Like, I'm going to accept responsibility for my decision. It ends with me. That isn't, I'm not going to pass responsibility to somebody else. If I make a big decision, the buck stops with me. I take the responsibility. And what's really cool about that is it makes, it, it connects perfectly with this idea that if you're willing to choose to decide that the unhealthy way of behaving or relating stops with you, then you got to take responsibility for that and accept the consequences of that choice. Because the cycles of unhealthy living or the cycles of unhealthy being, you know, they do have the opportunity to stop with you if you are willing to make that decision and then take responsibility for changing, for changing what needs to be changed, right? And so again, we have these patterns of behavior and these traumas or whatever it is that's just passed down through generations. And here are some that are pretty common. Maybe you can relate to them. You might be saying to yourself, well, I'm not good with money. I'm not good with money. And the reason why I'm not good with money is because my parents weren't good with money. And they weren't good with money because nobody taught them how to be good with money. So if you're saying, you know what? The buck stops with me. I'm going to make the decision that I'm going to take responsibility for my, for my own life in terms of my finances. 
and I'm going to learn what I need to learn and I'm going to heal what I need to heal so that I can teach something different to future generations. That's how you would be claiming the buck stops with me around the money. Or let's say that you grew up in a household with yelling and cursing and breaking things. Maybe that's how your parents related to stress, right? They just vented their anger and their frustration outwardly and that, that violent expression. And so you're starting to see that in yourself, that that's how you deal with stress, that you want to yell, that you want to break something, that you want to punch a wall. But there's a part of you that says, no, you know what? That's not healthy. And I'm seeing that now happen in my child. Maybe you have a little, a little son and the, the son's breaking stuff because that's how you did it. And that's how your parents did it. And that's how their parents did it. Well, you might say, you know what? The buck stops with me. I'm going to decide that this behavior ends here. And I'm going to take responsibility for dealing with my anger and dealing with life in a more powerful and healthy way so that I can model and teach it to my kids so that they doesn't continue down the line. That would be an example there. Or perhaps you're just, you have never felt physically healthy. Maybe your health has always been a challenge and you're seeing your health break down. And when you look back into your childhood, you realize in your household, it was never stressed, right? Like we didn't, it didn't, maybe your household didn't stress healthy living or healthy eating habits or, you know, exercise and things like that. And maybe when you look back at your family pictures, you just see perhaps unhealthy looking people going all the way back up. And you're like, you know what? This stops with me. No more. I'm not going to pass this down to the future generations and allow other generations to, to release responsibility and continue to be a victim to what the previous generations taught them. The buck stops with me. So again, the whole point of this is that you have the chance. You have a chance to make a decision that a pattern of behavior stops with you. And once you do that, you make that decision. You take full responsibility for addressing whatever it is you need to address. Your emotional triggers, those fears that you have within you, your limiting beliefs, but you take responsibility in addressing those things so that you can end the cycle. That is what we're talking about here. Because what happens with these cycles, these things that get passed down, is it is so easy. It is too easy to adopt a victim mentality. It's way too easy just to be like, well, that's what I was taught. That's what I was modeled. So I've got no say in the matter. I've got little to no control because that's what, how I was brought up. Right? And so then when you pass it down to the next person, to your kids or, you know, young generations that you have influence over, you just pass it right on down. You say, well, it's not my fault. It's their fault, my parents' fault, or it's my grandparents' fault, or it's somebody else's fault. It's not my fault. I'm telling you, that is not the way to live a, a, a proactive life where you are really taking control of your life. That is not the way to have it all. Absolutely not. That is not the stance of a person who is taking full ownership over their life and who is saying, you know what? The life that I can envision, my dream life, is going to happen because I'm going to take ownership and take responsibility. You've got to adopt that stance, not the stance of, well, this is just what I was taught. You have the power to stop handing down those unhealthy beliefs, those unhealthy habits, those unhealthy paradigms. But listen, here's the truth. Only you can make that happen. Nobody else. And in order to make that happen, you have to choose it. And when you make a choice, you have to take whatever comes with that choice. It's just like that Truman quote. 
when you make the decision to end the cycle, you've got to take full responsibility for the consequences of that decision. And by consequences, I just mean what needs to happen in order, right? When you make the decision to say, all right, the pattern of unhealthy living or the pattern of obesity stops with me. Okay, cool. That's what you're going to decide. Awesome. Guess what? Now you got to go do the work on yourself. That's a consequence of making that choice. If you're choosing that this pattern stops with you, then one of the consequences is now you got to go address that thing. You've got to go create some shift within yourself so that you can then influence the external world, influence the other people that you want to influence. But it has to be done within you. Whether it's unhealthy relationship towards you know food or money or sex or religion or relationships or whatever it is, you've got to be willing to do the work. So when you make that decision then you also take the responsibility. So when we were circled up in my COI, everybody was sharing examples. I wanted to share my example as well. And I had a couple, but there's one that I want to share with you all today that I think is, is relevant and powerful. And for me, I'm choosing to end the taboo in my family around sex and around talking about sex because we very, very much avoided it in my family. It just wasn't something that we discussed. And anytime sex was brought up, there was, at least for me as a young man, I remember feeling like awkwardness in the room. Or sometimes it would be brought up amongst like the kids and it was just funny and it was perverted, right? You just, we just went to the obscene angle of it. But there wasn't, I didn't feel that there was space for very healthy conversation around sex, right? It was just something that we never talked about. And so that impacted me. That impacted me as a, young, as a young man when I started to explore things on my computer. And, you know, well, first it impacted me even before the computer when I would see things on TV, right? Like late at night after the rest of the family went to sleep and I'd see things on TV and I thought, ooh, we don't talk about sex in my house, so I better not tell them what I'm watching. Let me just watch this in secrecy. And then that just sort of grew from there. And I felt the ripples of that throughout my whole life until the past 10 years or so when I really started to work on addressing those things. And so now that I have a child and I'm teaching her how, you know, ways to think and feel and be, I realize that I have the opportunity to positively influence how she's going to view sex, right? So I am very, very committed to addressing any and all blockages that I might have around sex that is going to prevent me from having a mature and healthy relationship to sex so that I can then teach her something different than what I was taught. So, or, or so I can model something different to her than was modeled to me. And so I'm making that decision. Like the buck stops here. I'm making the choice. Buck stops here, which means I have to take responsibility for what that choice means. And if I'm really committed to ending that cycle, that means I have to be willing to address any hangups that I have that perpetuate the cycle or that might perpetuate the cycle. And I'm willing to do that and I've been doing that. And so in our household, we have a, a different and in my opinion, a more healthy relationship towards sex, right? It, towards our bodies, towards the conversations around sex. It's just different than what I grew up with. And that's been intentional because I wanted the buck to stop with me. So this is the point of the episode where 
I turn it on to you. Where in your life are you willing to say the buck stops here? Where in your life are you willing to make a decision that unhealthy or ineffective ways of thinking, behaving, being, relating to the world, that it stops with you? And as a result of that choice you're willing to make, you're also saying you're willing to address your own blockages and your own traumas so that you can create some new patterns. Think about it for yourself. I imagine that it's going to be in one of the hot topic areas. Sex, money, religion, relationships, kids, health. It'll probably be in one of those areas that you say, you know what? The buck stops here. Anger, that's another one. Remember ways to relate to anger. So if you are willing to make that commitment for yourself, then and you, and you want some support in it, then email me. Share it with me. I'm happy, happy, happy to support you. Even if it's just holding that energetic space for you that says, hey, I hear you and I'm sending you love and I'm sending you strength as you hold firm. So reflect on that for yourself. Where does the buck stop for you? Where are you willing to commit to making a shift so that you don't continue to perpetuate that cycle down on the line? And if you want to reach out to me, let me know so that I can support you. Awesome. Email me at matthewmatthewbivens.com or go to Instagram at Matthew underscore Bivens. All right. I appreciate you hanging out with me. That's all that I got for you today. This is a really, really great thing for you to reflect on, a great conversation for you to really think about and chew on because you are an influencer. You are influencing many, 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 many people. And so we want to make sure, or we want to at least be aware of the direction in which we're influencing folks, right? And for me, I want to influence folks in that upward direction, influence people towards healing, towards empowerment, towards love, towards grace, towards compassion, all those things. That's how I want to influence people. So reflect on it for your life. Reach out to me if you want some support. And again, I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I am Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.